Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. In this Quantum Conversation, we are discussing light language and how it literally is quantum in the sense that it contains an incredible amount of information, really part of the greater mind or source or the collective. There's many names for it. And this is what we can tap into outside of time and space. Today, we are also going to receive messages from the Arcturians about light language through channel Dr. Suzanne Lee. Dr. Sue has been channeling the Arcturians for decades, and she's here with us today with the latest message and more about the August eclipse as well. Dr. Sue, thank you for being here. Welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Thank you very much for having me. I love the information from the Arcturians, and we are going to have them channel through you. For those who are new to you, I just want to share that you can pop in and out with the Arcturians a lot as you are very connected and you receive information. It's quite fascinating when we go through the archives and we hear the messages that the Arcturians bring. What I'd like to say is that lately they really do talk about the brain and our brain waves and our perception and how this great shift of the ages is a perception in consciousness. So let's have you share messages from the Arcturians Okay. Well, basically you'll get whatever the immediate uh, message from the Arcturians is because I'm just going to channel it through. So let me just take a moment. (sighs) Greetings. We are the Arcturians, and we are very happy to meet with all of you within this now. And we can feel your energy fields 
and we hope that you can feel our energy field as well. I am so grateful to have you here again in this space and opening up this communication line. We can certainly feel this connection, feeling the energy bodies with the Arcturians. Let's have the first question center around the eclipse in August. We know this is a very powerful time here in the United States, we will have the eclipse cross from the Pacific coast all the way across America into the coast, the East Coast. And we'd like to hear what can an eclipse like this, what kind of an effect on consciousness can this have? Well, the effect that any eclipse has on consciousness depends upon the receptivity of the person who is um, entering into that energy field of the eclipse. And you don't have to be in the alignment with the eclipse to enter into the energy field because the energy field is very strong. And one of the things that we would like to say first about this eclipse is that it starts off entering Oregon, which is one of the last places in the United States to be uh, inhabited uh, and populated. And it ends up in the Carolinas, which was one of the first places in which the very first uh, beginnings occurred in the United States with uh, people coming from other areas to move in to this new world. And so it is much like a reset in that it is taking a moment to, like when you reset your computer, you turn off your computer and then you turn it right back on again. And with a, an eclipse, then what happens is that the light turns off for a moment and then the light turns on again. Now, what happens with this for people is that when the computer has been given too much information and too many things are scrambled and it is difficult for it to uh, function uh, in the manner that a computer is made to function, then it has a difficulty. And then you need to turn it off and turn it on again and reset it. Now, one of the things that has been happening with humanity is that they have been getting so much information from so many different beings in different places and how do they pull it all together? Well, they have to reset. They have to turn it off and allow the brain to incorporate it. In other words, what we are saying to humanity is if you can look at this eclipse as an opportunity for you to reset your consciousness, 
because consciousness is something that needs to be reset on a regular basis. Because when you meditate or walk in the woods or draw a picture or have a nice time with a good friend, your consciousness rises. And then you drive home from your friend and you have traffic and you're late and you find out that your child got in trouble at school and whatever else happens. And then down goes your consciousness. Now, an eclipse is a invitation for humans on specifically the United States in this case to reset their consciousness. Thank you. Okay. It's an opportunity to reset our consciousness. It's almost as if with all of this info that humanity has been receiving, it comes to a point where our inner knowing needs to step forth in a little bit more of a stronger way. Can you speak to what's happening right now with the polarity in our nation? We know it's a beautiful opportunity to truly rise above all of it, to discern that which is childish or um, a consciousness that we've evolved out of and really trust our inner knowing even more. That's really one of the great tests that, that is going on. And please speak to this. Yes, the United States specifically has been going through a huge transition since that last presidential election, and so many different things are happening that so many people don't understand. Now, one of the things that happens with the United States is that it is a very big country compared to, like, England or Ireland. It's a very, very big country. And what goes on in the West Coast is a whole different kind of frequency range and what goes on on the East Coast. And then that's also, both of those are very different frequency range than what goes on in the, the middle part of the United States. And so the United States has fallen into a, uh, a degree of separation consciousness where they are feeling separate from each other. And as they feel separate from each other, then they feel separate from their country because their country is that which holds each other together. If you were to look at the United States as the family and all the people on the United States, in the United States, are like the children in the family. And sometimes the children get along And sometimes the children go in many different ways. And what has happened in the United States is that the people have gone into many different ways. Now, the strongest unity is unity of diversity. So it isn't the people moving into the different ways that is the challenge. 
because the United States is a relatively new country and it's made up from people from all over the world. So there's always been a great deal of diversity just because of the different areas that all the different people have gone from. And because it is such a huge country that the different extremes can become quite polarized and in between can become quite different from the East and the West. So what this eclipse is, this beam of light that goes back to the beginning, so to speak, comes, begins where in one of the states that was one of the later ones to be fully populated and going all the way down to one of the states that was one of the first ones to be populated and build their communities. And so there is a call for unity consciousness for all the different people all across the United States to be able to all tune in to the eclipse. And the eclipse is something that all of them will share. I mean, some of them, like those in Oregon might see it, and those in the Carolinas might see it. Most of the people will not be able to see it at all. But you can tune into it with your consciousness. And just think, if a majority of the people in the United States all tuned in to one thing together, now that would be very strong unity consciousness. And that unity consciousness is that which is necessary to work towards and to create and to fulfill That is so beautiful. This call for unity consciousness. Absolutely. And so we are gathering to focus on a collective level and a personal level during this eclipse. I love that we do not have to be in the pathway. Of course, That has the potential to be a very crowded experience, so planning ahead is essential. Otherwise, you might get caught in some traffic if you think that you could just go drive to get to it. So that is beautiful if we do consider that it's okay not to be in that path. And for those who cannot get to the path, to use this time in meditation, tuning in to the eclipse with our consciousness. So I am going to request from the Arcturians in a short while that we could go on a meditation where we could focus in on the unity and focus in on the eclipse. Even though we are ahead of the eclipse, we will also broadcast this as we get close to the eclipse. So I'd like to go back and and talk about two things here. On a collective level, it's beautiful to focus on the reset and unity consciousness 
and truly what that looks like in our world as we hold the vision for it and we actually walk it and live it from a reset point. And then on a personal level, I'd like you to share on what each of us could do to even further awaken our abilities, specifically light language. So there's two parts here. We have the collective and the personal. Yes. In terms of the reset of the planet and of one's computer, when one needs to reset their computer, it's often because they've had uh, too many windows open, too many things going on at once, and the computer just gets overwhelmed. So they have to go in and shut down all the different files that they have going on and then uh, turn off the computer and turn it back on. Now, this is a perfect example of what needs to occur within the hearts and minds of America. There has been a lot of uh, confusion around the leaderships and around the election and many, many different opinions and uh, people agreed, people not agreeing, even some, you know, violence and fear. And so, therefore, if each person can just take a moment inside themselves, right now, take a moment inside of yourself, and how many things are going on in your mind right now? Can you forget about, oh, the grocery list and picking up your kids from school and have a meeting at such and such, and, oh, I forgot to pick this up at the cleaners and, uh Oh, I have this going on. and Just take a moment. Take a long, slow, deep breath. And take a big in-breath. And hold your breath as long as you can. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. Focus all your attention on the fact that you are holding your breath. And now, in a controlled manner, in the same controlled manner that you'd like to control your life. Breathe out slowly, calmly. You can take some in-breaths as you go along, but breathe in calm, pull the calm through your body, and breathe out calm. Breathe in calm, pull the calm through your body, and breathe out calm. And so what is calm? Calm is a moment of stillness. Just before the sun rises, just before the sun sets, just before you wake up, just before you go to sleep, just before you have that meeting, if you can take a moment and be calm. So we ask that all of you that are listening to this within this now, just take a long, slow, deep breath and breathe in, 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 and hold, 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 and breathe out, 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 and relax. 
you allow yourself to relax, allow your brain to relax. Allow your thoughts to take a break. Imagine all the hundreds of thoughts that are all going on at the same time. They're all yawning and laying down and putting their head on the desk or leaning back or uh, laid back in the chair while they nurse the baby or taking a moment with the shopping cart and just staring at the groceries or pulling over to the side of the road and taking a long, slow, deep breath. Just allowing yourself to reset. Thank you. Focus on the eclipse. Can you offer us in this meditative space how we could tune in to the eclipse? Can you take us on a journey for this focus on unity consciousness? All right. Well, we ask you all to first, within your consciousness, if you're in the United States, or if you are not in the United States, think about where the eclipse will uh, influence you, how it will influence you. And think how, what will the time frame be, and who will you be with, and, and where will you be. And the same for those of the United States. And you can... Just allow that part of the information to just give it to your higher self because your higher self knows where the time frame is and where you will be and what you will be doing. And just allow your higher self to be the one that is overlighting this experience for you. And as you each connect with your higher self, And then allow your higher self to connect with the energy field of the eclipse. Then you have a mechanism in which you can bring in that higher light and allow your higher self to... Digest that higher light. Because your higher self knows the component of you that are able to accept this higher frequency. And the components of you that perhaps are just being born or perhaps that are in the midst of great conflict within this now. So just like you would... Open up the front door when the neighbor knocks. You're going to open up that part of you that is your front door. Now the rest of you that may or may not be ready for this light, you are giving that to your higher self within this now. So you see the front door in front of you, which is that imaginary doorway to that higher light. And you feel your higher self above you and behind you, almost as if you could fall back into it and you would know that you would be held 
and you would be protected. And feel that higher light as it comes in to your body. And as you do so, now focus on the energy field of the eclipse. And as you focus on the energy field of the eclipse, just allow your higher self to guide you to how that energy field best intertwines with your personal energy field. So you don't have to know where you will be, where the eclipse will be, when it will be. You don't need to worry about those components of it because you are surrendering in to your own higher light. You are allowing your own version of the eclipse in that this light is coming into you and moving all the way through you. And you are allowing that light to get grounded deep in the planet, wherever you are, even if you're in Europe and Australia or the Philippines or Asia, it doesn't matter where you are. There is something that is occurring and it's occurring exactly where it best needs to occur. It's occurring across the country that has had a great deal of confusion, shall we say. And that confusion is like a dimness before the lights come on. And so allow that light of the eclipse to enter into your light, to tune in and tune on and feel that light as it goes through your body, as it comes into your head, it goes through your body and is grounded deep into the planet and feel how that light can cleanse and release and cleanse and release and cleanse and release. And now that you have released, call in the violet fire to transmute it by saying, blaze, blaze, blaze the violet fire, transmuting all shadows into light, light, light. And allow the light to release whatever areas of your life feel as if they are not dark in a negative term, but dark in that they have not yet received this light. Allowing yourself to receive this light. And as you receive the light, feel it within your body. And wherever you are in the world, you can tune into this eclipse and tune in 
to that healing, cleansing, higher dimensional light. Because the light is going into Gaia. And just as we are asking you to allow that light to go into the core of your being, Gaia is so ready to be able to take that light into the core of her being. And as that light goes into the core of her being, she can shine it out up, down, right, left, and in every direction of her round body so that every single person can taste that light. And by tasting we mean such as you might put your toes into a pond or put your finger into some soup to see if it needs a certain spice. And take a moment and look at your life. What do you need in your life right now? And how can you allow yourself to accept this gift? Trust that what you need for yourself is what you will share with others. So this need that you have for yourself is not a selfish need. It is a need that will fulfill you more as a person. And as you do are fulfilled more as a person, you will have more to give and more to share. And that is the meaning of this eclipse, of taking in that light wherever you are, knowing that that light is there and allowing it to come into you and to cleanse you. And as you personally are cleansed, then you can perceive reality from a higher perspective of your own vision, of your own hearing. And you could share that experience from a higher perception of your own speaking, of your own writing. And as you just allow yourself to go into that experience, allow yourself to just be still, then Lorraine will come in and share some of whatever she has been receiving. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Really feeling into this incredible light. As that light was coming in, it it was like it was wiping the slate clean. Very, very interesting how it neutralized thoughts. It neutralized thoughts. It's almost like it's bringing forward. It's allowing us to bring forward a purity of heart. Mm, where Purity of heart. Right? It's a purity of heart. Such a wonderful experience. So let's just take another moment here for everyone to just feel into this purity of heart and we'll be back 
after this short musical break. Thank you for that, Dr. Sue and the Arcturians. Really very important to feel this light. It begins with us. It begins with this personal aspect of anchoring it in. And we will see the collective as well make that shift. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's talk now about light language. I would like to welcome Dr. Sue back as well, because her perspective from what she's learned over the years, it is quite interesting. So first, Dr. Sue, let's talk about light language. I find it fascinating that more and more people are beginning to speak it, to draw it, to sense it in their auric field. And so when we say a language, it's not just limited to words, it's actually a higher frequency of information. Can you share more on what your definition and understanding of light language is? Light language is easy to say because it rhymes light language to LL. But it's really about light communication because uh, there's a certain, when the word light comes up, then that's what we want to associate with this. And when the word language comes up, what happens is that people's brain goes to separate words that get put together to create separate paragraphs that get put together to get, you know, separate pages. And so what, that is not what light language is. Because as you know, when you see light traveling to the room, it doesn't say, okay, I'm the light and I'm going to go over in that corner and uh, make that person have some light, but the other person I'm not going to go to. Instead, the light has its pathway. It's kind of like a message in itself that each human, each of us, we have our own pathway. And we chose our pathway before we took this incarnation. And so rather than having a pathway that is over there in that corner because that person says it should be this way or that corner because that person said it should be this way, it's about going in to the light inside of ourselves. And as we go into the light inside, inside of ourselves, then we begin to have a knowing. And so the beginning of light language is actually a knowing. It's a knowing, and a big part of that is trusting what we know and and not, not chalking it up to imagination. I would say that many would just feel 
that's just my imagination, but it's not just our imagination. Well, I have been quoted many times in my, oh, it's just your imagination my whole life. Oh, it's just your imagination. And so, hey, guys, I've had that my whole life. And I say, thank you. Thank you. Because imagination is higher dimensional thought. So if it's just your imagination, congratulations. That's really good. That means that you are functioning by your own higher dimensional thought patterns. And those Um, higher dimensional thought patterns come from your higher dimensional consciousness. I love that. That is a shift in perspective that where we will not discredit our imagination anymore, but we understand it as higher dimensional thought, higher dimensional thought patterns, really being inspired by our higher selves. And we look at people that are very imaginative. They make books, they make movies, they make pictures, they dance, they sing. People that are highly imaginative, they want to be creative. They want to express themselves in a creative fashion. And we know that all of you, you have that within you. Every every single person has that ability to be creative within themselves. And it's so beautiful because it arises from within each person's own imagination. I remember one time when I was a little girl, I was drawing in my coloring books. I loved coloring books because I loved to put different colors together. And then my mother, of course, came and said, you know, that's good. You can't have one skirt have six colors. Okay, well, in my imagination, that skirt had six colors. And so cherish your imagination because your imagination is what allows you to find the real you. The real you meaning your spirit you, your higher dimensional frequency of you. And the you that is on the ship in the fifth dimension, the you that is on your home world in the fifth dimension, the you that is um, journeying, and moving into new realities. And Earth right now is in great transition. She is in great transition because she too is moving into a higher frequency of reality. And as each each human that can allow themselves to open their imagination to now for those that don't know when we speak of the fifth dimension, the fifth dimension the uh one, two, three, four, one is a line, two has some depth to it, third is the third dimensional world as you know it, fourth dimension is the astral plane where you go to sleep and where people go when they cross over in in death. And then five is a completely different format because the first through the 
fourth dimension is based on time and space. But once that crossover is into the fifth dimension, there is no time, there is no space. The fifth dimension is based on here and now. And more and more people are getting glimpses of the fifth dimensional energy field where they're perhaps taking a walk in the woods and then just take a moment and then they come back and wow, that where was I? What did I do? Wow, that was I was just looking at that flower and then I don't know. I I'm sure you've had that happen to you, haven't you, Lauren, where you're like doing something and it's just it's an amazing thing and, and you kind of like phase out a bit and and then come back. Maybe that's just me. I'm phasing out and coming back all the time. <laughs> well, yes, and isn't it centered when we are um lost in our passion? Well, I wouldn't say the word lost. It's when we are focused engulfed. and present, engulfed in our passion. Yes engulfed where it just goes into every cell and every atom it's so Uh, it feels so wonderful doesn't it it feels like like you're buzzing faster doesn't it when you allow yourself to just be engulfed in your creativity yes absolutely absolutely your body rejoices doesn't it yes okay and that's how we follow the buzz Follow the buzz to 5D. (laughs) Yes. The body will tell you. The body is the one who's going to tell you because your body can't lie. The brain, oh, the brain has been trained to lie a Mm -hmm. lot. At the heart, the heart gets broken. The heart gets wounded. The gut gets influenced because you gave it the wrong food and now it's sick. (laughs) But the body, the skin, the layer around you, the aura of you, because your body directly interfaces with that fourth dimensional component of yourself, which directly interfaces and overlaps with that fifth dimensional. So if someone were to have clear multidimensional perception, vision, they would be able to look at someone and they could see their aura. And they could see how far their aura went out and how many overlaps were within their aura and how their aura changed when they said this or when they did that. And that would seem as kind of, wow, how cool, is going to become very, very common. Okay, it's already beginning to happen as people are feeling into this and doing this work, doing this practice of bringing in the light and connecting. I love how it is this higher self aspect, connecting with that higher self and connecting into the energy field and feeling into this energy. So as we are talking about light language and how more and more people will be doing this. For some, it is absolutely spontaneous. I have gotten emails from people that say, do you know what's happening to me? I just speak it. I don't know how to interpret it. Uh, And it happens with people who are writing it as well. Now, this is some of the, the courses that you've taught in the past. We've done two separate master classes of online healing retreats 
that talk about light language. And there's course one and course two. And we are actually doing a course three. But you course, can't do one, two. You have to do one, two, three. Well, it's interesting because these <laughs> have evolved, right? And we did not plan it that way at all. Yeah. No, we didn't. And, and it's interesting that we will be doing this around the time of the eclipse. And as we know, there's no time and space. So even after the eclipse, it'll allow people to practice and create their practice and learn this. But there's a special energy and awareness as we go into this eclipse window and prepare to learn this. Do the Arcturians want to come through and share with us about this session three or this course three of light language and first, Sue, if you want to talk in about any of those other experiences with light language and how it does begin with the chakras, because we saw that each chakra is different and we have a different vantage point or an awareness within each chakra that we focused on. Yes. And from every chakra, there's a different vantage point. So we perceive the same thing from a different perspective. And that makes that same thing something different. And it makes that same thing be very uh, diverse. So if you're looking at the same thing from seven different perspectives, then you have really allowed that whatever person, place, situation, or thing to expand and grow before your eyes. Because you have allowed yourself to look through, uh, say, chakra one as being very grounded and very third dimensional, and then chakra two of being more of that gut feeling, and then chakra three of using that uh, psychic energy, allowing that to open, and chakra four of your heart and being able to love and chakra five of, of wanting to somehow uh, put it into where words or uh, write it down or speak it. And then uh, chakra six of really looking at it from your third eye. And chakra seven of feeling it as it comes into your body from source. And so that's kind of like going back to where we started with the eclipse, where it starts at one point of the United States, and it goes all the way across. And it goes from the top to the bottom. So it's taking the longest journey to cover it. And, and so this, what this light language does, it, you are looking at it not from just one perspective, but from seven different perspectives. But then as you do that, in order to do that, you have to find a way to allow all these seven different perspectives to somehow come together. And where they come together is in your high heart. And your high heart is between your physical heart and your throat. So we'll talk about all of that cool stuff. Beautiful. And we go into the most exquisite and calming 
and centering meditations guided by the Arcturians. Always a beautiful experience, and each session does progress the energy. So it's very, very interesting and high energy, high vibrations when we are joined in this space with the Arcturians. Well, thank you for that. That's coming up then in our retreat. There's been folks who've joined us in the first two courses, so that is available just course three by itself, or you can get all three courses in the special offer as well. We invite our listeners to check that out. We'll be exploring our chakras and enhancing our perceptivity in this course. Thank you for that. Again, that is available on the special offer button on this webpage. I would like to ask the Arcturians another question, and Sue, feel free to chime in yourself as well if you have any insight on this. We're hearing a lot about timelines we know is when we move into the 5D, there's no time and space. Share with us what insight you have on this notion of timelines collapsing or merging with the higher dimensional timelines. Do you have any insight? Well, we the Arcturians have not spoken to Suzo at all about timelines because from our perspective, Time is moving into the now. And a line is something that is straight and something that has a beginning and a middle and an end. Whereas there is this light language that is coming in. There isn't really a beginning and a middle and an end because it is a a grounding of infinity within that finite body. Now, what we mean by that is that normally humans are using a very small percentage of their brain. And what that 98% of unused brain is, that is the ability to tune in to that fifth dimensional here and now. So when there's time, there's space, because it takes time to cover space, and because uh, space is long and something that takes time to cover, there's that time and space. Whereas within that nowness of the fifth dimension, it's more like choices. And what comes in, it comes in within that now. And then it is accepting of however that person is digesting it. If they are able to digest it in its purest form as a all-at-one package and then allow themselves to express it. And usually when it is taken in as an all-at-one package, it's it's like a Christmas stocking, that there's more and more things. And as you pull out something, there's something else. And 
So because there isn't time and space, it's not, oh, there's too many things on there or there's too much to think about. And it allows the growing of the uh, information to match the growing of the receptivity of the consciousness to match the growing of the higher dimensional and lower dimensional to have more multidimensional consciousness. And that is the evolution of consciousness as it expands and evolves. Beautiful. Thank you for that. And really this beautiful reminder as well to just be here in the now, be very present, allow our imagination to flow and to stay anchored in our creativity and our passion. Well, yeah. as as we say goodbye today, I would like you to share with us about tapping into our passion because some may feel like it's gone as they awaken into more of these higher frequencies or as they awaken to the 3D matrix that's falling away? Well, passion and imagination are intertwined because one's imagination is best accessed through their passion. And as they access it more and more, they become more and more passionate. And so as the passion and the imagination intertwined, there is a urge, a need, a necessity to to share. It's, it, it needs to come through. You know, you remember, you feel that this can't not just be contained within yourself and you need to share it. And then what happens as you feel that need to share and you allow yourself to step into that need to share, then what will happen is that suddenly you'll find yourself sharing. Maybe you're sharing by uh, going to the pound. You love dogs. Dogs are wonderful creatures and have a lot to say and a lot to hear. Or maybe you're sharing by uh, having a class. Maybe you're sharing by fixing a wonderful meal that everybody can sit around a big table and laugh and talk and be themselves while they eat this love that you put into the meal. There is no right or wrong way. Passion is what you love. And as you do what you love, you build your passion. And as you build your passion, you build your imagination. Beautiful. And the universe will provide when we are in that flow. That is the divine flow. Yes. The, the universe will provide and also the people will uh, fall into it. It's you know, a magnet. Will, it's a magnet, yes. It's a two-way thing. The universe, this is a free will. You know, Earth is a free will planet. So the universe can provide if they say, no, no, I don't want it, then, then it, they don't have to have it. There's always a choice. And so if you don't choose to accept, then you haven't accepted. 
And sometimes people think it's got to be right there and they don't have to accept it. No, it's a free will planet. So if something comes to you, you have to accept it. You have to embrace it. And then it becomes yours. And as it becomes yours, you need to grow it. You need to love it. You need to share it. You need to give it with others. Because there's a responsibility that goes with moving to higher and higher frequencies of reality. And that responsibility is that responsibility of ascension of all life. Beautiful words. Yes, and it's interesting how we no longer have to be shy or scared to share this with the world, to share our passion with the world. I know many light workers uh, feel this way, and we've been chatting recently with others in the field that we do see some of the goddesses out there ready to stand in their power, not quite standing in the power. And this is for the gods as well, for the male, the masculine, yeah. not just limited to the feminine. And uh, so that's a beautiful reminder that it is our responsibility, really, to share it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And also, uh, we have, we're humans, and, and we have a psychology, and we have to look at our thoughts and emotions. And... Uh, we have to work on ourselves. We have to keep recognizing, oh, that was really a negative thought. Uh, blaze, 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 I'm out of fire. I don't, I don't want that in my aura. Um, or I'm really upset by that, but I'm going to meditate on it for a while because I want to deal with it in the, the highest manner. I mean, there's a lot of discipline that goes with this. It's an honor to hold this frequency. And in order to maintain that frequency, one has to constantly and persistently work on themselves all the time. You never stop. Mm-hmm. Layers and layers and layers. Again, yeah. the ultimate goal is the purity of heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Sue, I thank you for being here on Quantum Conversations. Look at how our whole frequency has calmed down and it's always it it always just brings us into this now moment, and it is yeah. a fortified fortified position to be in, and it's a very centered one as well, totally connected to our higher self and to Gaia. I thank you for this conversation. I invite our listeners to join us in the online healing retreat masterclass, Light Language Course Three. It is not necessary to have all three courses, but it is recommended as the teachings will amplify one another and build. So, Sue, as we say goodbye, any last thing you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, the course has kind of progressed along the way, so I would suggest if they're going to three that they would... Uh, give themselves some time to go through one first and then go through two second. And then they would be ready to fully embrace what we're talking about in three. Yes. 
So that special offer is available for those who need course one and two. And for those who've been with us in those courses, course three is available right there. Each of these are about 90 minutes each, and there would be six of them to learn and start uh, coming into their energy field ahead of this online event that we are going to be doing. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Dr. Suzanne Lee. Thanks for being here. And thank you, Loren, for having me. And thank you, all of you, for listening. And blessings, and we hope to see you all in our class. And thank you, too, to the Arcturians. Thanks for the ultimate wisdom. Namaste. Namaste. And now it's time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
Thank you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourself like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.